started, I've made more money, alhamdulillah, doing legit stuff than I've, I would have ever done during the last 10 years of my life selling drugs, bro. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Blue Tick Show. Opposite me today, we've got a special guest. He hasn't got a Blue Tick yet, but it's coming soon. Ami Otelio, talk to us. Tell us who you are. <laughs> just want to say, first of all, I might not have a blue tick, but the streets have verified me. So let's just leave that. <laughs> I'm going to introduce myself. So my name's Amir Talio. I'm a self-made entrepreneur, businessman, multi-millionaire, and just a motivational speaker. I'm trying to give back to the kids, people in the neighborhood, people from the same community as us. And we're just trying to give something back in that sense. So I know you've got a few questions for me. I thought, you know what, it's the best, best, best for me to just come on. We have a little conversation. We make it. So you're saying self-made. All right. So is it all daddy's money or not? What part of this looks like daddy's money? Come on, we see the cars, we see the money, we see it all. What's going on? Is it daddy's money or you actually done this? Gee, let me give you a story, right? When I was about 10 years old, when I was younger, I grew up in a place called Luton. So if a lot Luton? of people... Luton, Luton. Oh, so, ain't that so, where Andrew Tate's from? We're going to go on to about Andrew Tate in a bit. <laughs> but, but when I was about 10 years old, when I was younger, right? It was like four or five in the morning. And I get woken up. Blue sirens, police cars. I'm thinking, what's going on? I've run downstairs. And my dad's there, standing there talking to the police officers. I think, what the fuck's going on here? All I see is a samurai sword coming straight out of his windscreen. I think, what the fuck's going on here? Don't forget, I'm a kid now. I'm 10 years old. I've turned around and said, Dad, Dad, what's going on? His hands all bloody, and I think, what's going on? So it turned out he was on his last job. So my dad was a taxi driver all his life, right? He comes to the UK. First job he ever done was being a taxi driver. He's finished his last job, and the guy's turned around and put a samurai sword to his neck. My dad's natural instincts was to push it out of the way, right? His natural instincts push it out of the way. As he's pushed it out of the way, the guy's gone forward, leaned it, gone straight through the windscreen, jumped out of the car, batted the geezer, the guys ran off. Now, that there was what I was growing up with. So all this daddy's money bullshit, I don't understand where it's come from, right? I'm not a guy, like, that, that knows about all this daddy. I wish that was the case. I wish my dad had a nice, humble job. He was a doctor. My brother, like a lot of us Asians, right? My dad immigrated here from Pakistan, right? They took whatever jobs they could take. And there was not a lot going for us. For us Asians, Turkish, Lebanese, all these, all these ethnic minorities, there was not a lot going for us. So the only thing they could do is what we can get given. That's, that's, that's being taxi drivers, being restaurant owners, uh, workers, not even owners, restaurant workers, cleaning toilets, cleaning yeah. the surfaces, and just, just being the assistant or whatever it is. So all of this talk about daddy's money, I have to I hate that. I'm glad you lot think it. But bro, understand, we've been through everything. So my dad doing taxi, he done taxi for about 40 odd years, right? 40 odd years, imagine that. We only just retired him off 10 years ago. And the reason that was, was bro, we could have retired him off a long time. But when you do taxis for such a long time, it's in your mind, it's in your head. You can't just click off like that. You do something for such a long time, you can't just click off, right? And this was the same situation. So he'd finish work, he'd come home, he'd say, dad, just please, you don't need to do it no more. You're retired now, it's cool. We'll cover everything now. That's our job now, me and my brother's jobs, to look after the parents. When I was at a young age, my dad taught us that you should always, always uh, protect yourself. So especially growing up in Luton, Luton's not, it's not the best place in the world to grow up, right? So it's not the best place in the world to grow up. But when we was younger, he used to take us to all these uh, kickboxing, karate, boxing classes. And at the time, we used to hate it. We used to hate going. We used to be hiding. Every time he said, yeah, we need to go. We used to be hiding underneath the dining table, underneath the bed, and we used to go. And now we understand why. Because it was a rough area. It's not even that. It's he was teaching us from a young age to protect yourself. Whether it's verbally, physically. It doesn't matter. He was teaching us from a very young age that you need to protect yourself. And this is where the natural instincts comes from. Now, 
whether it's getting attacked online, attacked physically, mentally. Look, I mean, look at my whole body, bruv. People are getting robbed left, right, and center up until today. Bruv, I'm different. I ain't trying to get caught sleeping like that. But my driver sitting outside of Austin, bruv, you see anyone try to pull up next to the whip? I don't care, run him over. I'll give you a bonus. My drivers know now that they see a car pull up, or they see some kids pull up on a moped. They're pulling up, they're getting straight run over. Not like Mario Kart. You go see them and you, and you see the little coins and the mushrooms. Every time you go over it, you get like, ding, ding, ding. that's like my driver. So if anyone is it's trying to rob Amio, don't do it. You're going to get run over. You're just going to get straight run over. Right now, my, my drivers think they're doing it. Just, bruv, uh, boss, uh, I think that guy looks suspicious. Bruv, I'm looking, <laughs> bruv, he looks like a pedestrian. Nah, nah, boss, trust me. He looks suspicious. Fucking end up writing him off. But this is what I'm trying to say is my natural instincts is always to protect myself. So even when you say stuff like, bruv, is it daddy's money? I'm like, bruv, listen, we're proud of where we've come from. We've come from nothing. We've come from very humble beginnings. And what, what was your mum doing as well? Growing up. Mum right? and dad together. My mum and dad always been together, alhamdulillah. And my mum growing up, she used to do sewing machines, right? Like making clothes for sewing. So the guy used to come around every week, drop off loads of bags of cloths and they'd have to make clothes. Like, like a lot of immigrants back in them days, they could just get whatever job they can get. Yeah. And used to get the little wage packets every single week, little coins. Never, never used to see no notes in there, all coins. Right? So growing up, we had a very work ethic environment. So my mum would be working at home, doing the sewing machine. My dad would come home every single day, four or five o'clock in the morning, come back from taxis. And it was just one of those ones where it was engraved into us. There's no days off. My dad never took a day off unless he was ill. And I hardly ever saw him ill. It used to be Monday to Monday. None of this Monday to Friday, take Saturday, Sunday off. It was work, 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 Seven work. days a week, no stuff. That's it, stun. It's none of this nine to five stuff. It's whenever the last job comes in, whether it's the next day, the following day, or it, there was work always around, especially when you're a taxi driver. It comes to a point then, obviously, we moved out of Luton. And, and Luton is not, I'm not going to say it's the worst place in the world, but for us it was great, because we was young, we was you fucking enjoyed it. We enjoyed it, innit? But then obviously I'll get kicked out of all the high schools, <laughs> so there was nowhere else for me to go. So my dad's like, before he starts ending up becoming a drug dealer, let's move him out of the ends. So we ended up going to Northampton. And that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Northampton? Right? Northampton. <laughs> no one's even heard of Northampton. And that's the best thing that happened that's to you, That's the best yeah? thing that ever happened to me. Do you know why? Because now when you're 15, 16 years old, you've got your people around you, your boys, your brothers. That's what they are, isn't it? Your boys. Everyone's your brother. Everyone's your brother, innit? When you're coming out of high school, you're sitting there, you're fucking smoking, fucking doing all sorts with them, getting drunk with them, talking about girls, fucking girls, doing all this mad stuff. What happened? Look, look, look at you today, 10 years down the line. How many of your friends that you was chilling with them days how many of them still with you? None of them. Name me. I can't even count them on my fucking hands. That's no, true. It's true. So who was with you? You look left, you look right. You're probably watching this thinking, my family, my brother. My brother's there standing right there. He's been with me the whole journey. I never done this thing where I started fucking around with all my boys and then just, nah, nah. The people that got around me are the people that have been with me for a long time and they're going to be with me for a long time. Right? So it's one of them ones where once we moved to Northampton, I just had my brother, right? My older brother, my younger brother. We had no new friends, none of that stuff. It was just us. We come from a fucking Asian area. Yeah, yeah. We weren't known as the Northampton. We was known as those boys from Luton, right? No one really used to like us. So, it's, and yeah, Northampton's a white area. It's a very, very white area. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like how it is now. Do you know what I'm saying? Now there's a bit of color in there. Before it, was just, it was just a white area. So we see these Asians coming up here. It was a bit of a tricky, it was a bit of a sticky one, innit? All right, so what, you're, what you just said about your brother being your best friend, essentially, well, that's exactly what someone else from Luton says, Andrew Tate. 
He says the only person by his side is his brother, and he preaches about you don't need friends when you've got family. What, is that something that everyone in Luton learns? It's, it's, it's funny, because there's so many similarities between, and, and we see it all in the comments. Some people take the piss, ah, Andrew Curry, and, and, just, and some people be like, ah, B-Tech, Andrew Tate. Bruv, we've been doing this for a long time, so we see someone, bruv, he's just out of the blue blown up, right? Last bruv, year, he's five it? years into an overnight success on the internet. He's probably five, ten years in. He's been doing these vlogs and all this shit for a long time. Same with us, we've been about. We've been talking the same bullshit for a long time, right? So when they're talking about bruv, family and brothers and this and that, bruv, it's the same bullshit codes that we stick by. We stick by these codes. And everyone in Luton, they understands, like, you have to understand, is Luton's not a nice place. Everybody's trying to get one over another one and everybody's trying to flex on someone else and everybody's trying to fucking get their pockets filled up with with your money. Not, they don't, they don't want to do it the legit way. They want to get it off of you. You've worked hard. I want to take it off you. How can I take it off you? So their mind works a bit differently. So you've got to always be on point. So this is what I'm trying to say. So it's, it comes to a trust issue, yeah. right? So then that's who can you trust? Who can you trust? No one but your family. Your person that you're sitting there with day and night, you're going through the hardship with, you're going through the good times with, the bad times. Everything your brother knows, your family knows. So who are you going to trust? The friend that one day that, you know, you're linking a bird and she ends up liking him and he ends up running off with her and me and you are beefing now because that girl's a brother. You able to do that with your brother? Never in a million years. Never. Yeah, never does that level of respect. You've got the older brother, you've got the younger brother. You will never disrespect. So from, that, from moving out of Luton to Northampton, when did you start making money? Because everyone, look, everyone knows you as the money man. Let's be honest, yeah? I'm not going to sit on there and say that they know you for something else. They know you as the flexer, the man with the money. <laughs> The man with all the crypto, with your new crypto thing going on, they know you for all of that. So tell us, like, how did you make your money? Where did it come from? I'll be honest with you, right? People only know that stuff about me now because I talk about it yeah. openly, right? No one knows the struggle you went through. I used to have two jobs. I was so desperate to make money. When I was younger, I got a job on my older brother's name. Oh, I was swear. hungry for money. I used to work there at a BP petrol station on my older brother's name. Hungry for money because I wanted to make money. I just, I, said, I just wanted to make money from a very young age. I had that in me. You've always been hungry. you always I've wanted to hungry just, just make that Because I've grown money. up with that. My mum and my dad, they've all been worked their whole lives. They've never had no days off. Why the fuck should I have the courtesy of having a day off? Why should I have the luxury of doing, having a day off? No, 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 no. So that's why from a young age, I've been hustling. So we used to get involved in, in, in illegal narcotics, right? So I paid my dues. Right? I've been to prison, right? I've done two and a half years behind the door so we could talk about it. But the reason I'm talking about it, it's not to glorify it. I'm talking about it to, to educate you lot. Don't do it. It's not fucking worth it. I can almost assure you it's not fucking worth it. Now, I don't come across as a guy that sounds like a drug dealer. However, I look like one. I drive fucking cars like one. I've got watches like one. But I can assure you right now, I've made more money in the last five, ten years than me ever selling drugs. Right? So when I come out of prison, they took everything off me. It's called a Proceeds of Crime Act. POCA. They give you a standing order that you need to pay. This is how much you owe us. This is how much we think you've earned. So you either pay that or you go back to prison. But I'm not fucking going oh, so to prison. It's just a money-making system. It's just basically. a money-making system. Even, bruv, even prison. the prisons, bro. It's a money-making system. Everything. Gov bruv, let me give you an example. I know some bird, bro. She works as a pharmacist. And I was chatting to her the other day. And I was like, bro, what's going on in business? You, know, man, you man are doing all right, innit? She's like, yeah, my boss has given me a fucking raise. I'm thinking, bro, how are you getting a fucking raise <laughs> when everyone's fucking dying out? We can't even afford to fucking keep the lights on and shit. She's like, you know what? Imagine this. Imagine everyone that comes into the doctors, the pharmacist, right? The pharmacist, not the doctors. They come into the pharmacist. They're like, oh, you look like you need your blood test checked. You need your blood, you need your blood pressure checked. 
They get paid. They think they're nice, isn't it? Like, oh, they're such nice people. They're checking our blood pressure. Oh, you know what? We've got to put you in a heart monitor for 24 hours just to make sure you're all right. But they're charging them 40, 50 pounds every time someone walks in. They're doing that. That's how they're making money. And I'm thinking, these motherfuckers now. So my mum goes there to get her heart, heart pressure checked and all that bullshit and her blood pressure. Thinking they're gonna be nice, that they're just being nice at the goodness of their. They're, they're just doing it for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is money. Paracetamol. He used to work in a pharmaceutical company. What's the paracetamol cost to them? How much are they charging the NHS? They charge the NHS two pound fucking eighty for paracetamol. Whether you go to the hospital or whatever the fuck it is, and it's costing them twenty p. These are people that have to look after us, and you want to trust the government. But the government's the biggest fucking money-making scheme out there. All they do is care about their own pockets. Let me give you an example. Did you know that the average cost of living, how much, actually, you know what, fuck that. Do you know how much an average person at 44 years old has in their banking, has in their savings account? At 44 years old, the average person in the UK has sitting in their savings account. Honestly, yeah, not people, mm, average, I'd say, yeah, no, I'd say, I'd say under five bands. I'd say about five thousand nine hundred and ninety-five pounds. Imagine being forty-four fucking years old. You've been working your whole fucking life, and you ain't got fucking ten bags to your name. This is the country we live in. But what they want to do right now? What they want to do is right now. Let me give you an example. In the fucking in the um, they was talking about the other day, but it's costing nineteen thousand pounds a year yeah. per year for a, for a uni student to get a loan so they can you can they can get their degree, average degree three years. What were you on? 20, 40, 60, we're on about 57 grand. For three years of going to uni. You know what they're trying to do right now? They're trying to push you up to 33 fucking grand a fucking year. 33 grand. grand. Bruv, at fucking 19 years old, I can't walk into a fucking bank, bruv, and get a 10 grand fucking loan off them. Yet they want to put 33 grand a year on my fucking head. Some snobby cunt is sitting there in the fucking council or in the government and decided, you know what? Let's look at this as a business. I look at everything as a fucking business. That's why I understand this. Nobody looks at it as a business. Some cunt has sat there and thought, our schooling system is fucked. How can we make some more money out of this? I know what we'll do. Let's look at where all the money's coming from. Oh, fucking hell, foreign students. How much are they paying us? 33,000 pounds a fucking year. So why the fuck are we not letting other foreign students in our fucking universities? I'll tell you why. Because some snobby kind of decided, let's turn this into a business and let's let more foreigners. Because let's be honest, you're going to get people from Saudi Arabia, Dubai, rich people from India, Pakistan that have got the most amount of money, right? And they want to send their sons off to the best colleges, the best universities in the world. Where are they going to send them? UK. Everyone wants yeah, to speak English. Everybody wants to get trained and taught all this shit from the UK. So what they do is they fucking whack them. Now they're thinking, you know what? Let's get more of them in. Okay, we can't get more. Okay, let's put the prices up so we can get more money. If you don't like it, don't come to university, bro. You can walk into any fucking university right here, right now, and all they're doing is pissing their fucking lives away. They go out on a fucking weekend. They go out on a weekday. Freshers is literally all the fucking, literally all day, all night, all fucking week, all fucking month, right? And that's all it is. It's a money-making system. Everything's a money-making system. If you can figure out how to make that money and take that advantage of that, you're nice. But if you're just a humble, normal guy, bro, you're getting fucking screwed up your ass, bro. I mean, I've got a question for you though, yeah? So you were talking to us about, you worked in Domino's, you made your money there, but you're not telling us, bro, how did you make your millions? That's what we're talking about. Gee, I I didn't touch I don't my, you know what? I'll be honest with you, I didn't touch my first million till I was about 23, 24. Is that fair to say? It's a young age to make a million now, bro. It's a young age, but, but nowadays it's not. No, but so what? You're forgetting, I'm 30, 30 years old, right? <laughs> we're going to stick to 30. I've been 30 for a couple of years now. Right? But you're forgetting now, right? Them days it was hard. Now it's very easy. Very, very easy to make a million pounds. Them days it was fucking hard, bro. 
But you know what it is? Are you investing in the right things? Let me give you an example right now. You can now set yourself up today, 2022, to make sure you make yourself your first million by 2024 or 2023. But nah, we don't want to do it. Why? Because we want money right here, right now. We want money right here, right now. But if it's going to take us a year to make it, we don't want to know. We don't want to invest that time. Nobody wants that. Let me give you an example. A couple of years ago, it's, 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 it's London Fashion Week this week, isn't it? Is it London Fashion this week? Paris Fashion Week. Two years ago, I was in uh, Paris Fashion Week. I was sitting in the front row. I'm looking around. I'm sitting there wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I've still got the picture on my Instagram. Sitting there, front row, row seat number one. London Fashion Week, fa Paris, Fashion, uh, Paris Fashion Week. Sitting there, front row, wearing a black t-shirt, humble, no fucking watches, no nothing. I'm looking around, I see all these snobby cunts. Little fucking, these little fucking nitty guys, these look like weird guys. And I'm thinking, rah, what's going on here? This is a different world to me. I shouldn't be here. But I paid for the whole fucking event. I paid for the whole event. We funded the company that was doing the event at that point. Right? What, your company? Apparently. One of my companies. So one of my partners, he used to invest in, in companies, right? Startups. And we lent some money to this clothing brand. It's big now. It's in, it's in Harrods. We pulled out. We just got our money and fucked off. And I'm sitting around all these snobby people. I'm thinking, rah, what's going on here? I shouldn't be here. And there was a guy sitting next to me. And I'm talking to him, talking to him, because I was bored. I don't give a fuck about people walking around fucking things, talking about fashion. <laughs> I'm not a fashionable guy, bro. I don't care, right? And in my eyes, is is the clothes don't make the person, you make the person. I look like a fucking million pounds right now. It's not because of my fucking clothes. It's the way I am, the way I carry myself. I walk into a fucking room, people take me serious, right? I'm sitting there talking to this guy, and the guys turn around and say to me, and something that still stuck to me to this day. The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. And the door's always open. Could you imagine that? The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. And the door's always open. Imagine he said that to me two years ago. That still stuck with me today. But the problem is people, they don't want to walk through the door. Why? Why do they want to walk through the door? Because they're so used to excuses. How fucking easy is it for your dad to turn around and say, Putter, son, go to work. I had a meal today. Because you know when you was younger, you know when you was younger, and your dad used to say, knocking on the door, knocking on the door, son, you need to come to, you need to get ready, you need to go to school, dad, I'm ill, I'm ill, I don't want to go today, I'm ill. And you used to get away with it, your mom used to tell us, oh, okay, just leave him today, leave him today. You've been brought up from a young age that, you know what, it's acceptable to lie, it's acceptable to lie so you can get away with shit. Now when people ask you to better yourself, it's, bro, I can't do it, I've got this problem, I've got that problem, I can't do it. And this is the problem, this is the problem, it's stuck with us from a young age, you need to overcome that now. People don't want to. And I go back to this whole making money right now. People want to make money right now. Bro, you're not going to make money right now. The only way you're going to make money right now is illegal, 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 what's it called? Illegal activities. Selling drugs, doing fucked up shit. But where's that going to get you? Where's that going to get you? Banged up. Banged up, four walls, sitting there, looking up, fucking cool crime stoppers and fucking <laughs> all sorts, sitting on a blue mat and that, and you're in a situation. It's not going to get you nowhere. You have to understand, you need to plant yourself in a situation where you're gonna be in the right position to make yourself millions in the future. Don't make, think about money today. Money's not gonna come today. So you know all these rappers, you know all these big boys. What do you, <laughs> what do you think of them all? What's going on with all them lot? Well, bruv, let me explain one thing to you, right? And I, and I keep going on about it. You probably see it all over my pages and I'm chilling with Mist and Bando and all these people yeah, yeah. And, and all these rappers. But you have to understand one thing, right? What happens behind the scenes is not the same shit that happens on social media. Right? Let me give you an example, right? So the other day, the other day, when I went and linked up my boy, Bando K. The guy's name is Bando, right? 
He's a road man. Like literally, if you if you know about if you know about the people from you know them back in them days with the the Mark uh, Mark Duggan, Mark wasn't Duggan, it? Mark, Mark Duggan. Duggan is a serious guy. The big rights back in the days. We was all banged up them days. We used to be banging up the fucking cell doors and all of that stuff, right? His son, Bando K, is a bad man. I thought when he sent me a post and said, "Come, when your ends, we're gonna come link." He said, "I sent me a postcode." I've looked at the postcode. That don't make sense. I said, "Probably you're right. You, sh- you sure this is your postcode?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So we're driving now, me and Munya. We're sitting there, we're driving. We're driving towards him. Come to this nice, posh area. I'm thinking, right. Gee, we're definitely in some video shoot or some shit. He's come out of his house. I said, like, brother, what are we doing here? He's like, brother, I live here. I said, like, brother, hold on a second. You're sitting there rapping about fucking bandos. You're talking about the ends. You're talking about the trap house. And then we're fucking pulling up outside your house. You're living in a fucking 10 million pound house. How does that make sense? He's like, bruv, yeah, what I'm talking about is my past experiences. I don't need to do that shit no more. I'm a fucking multi-millionaire. I don't need to do nothing no more. But the problem is the kids see the stuff on the rap stuff and they'll be like, oh, that's how we're living. That's how we need to be living. Bruv, that's not reality. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Yesterday. Yeah. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. We was working with Miss. Miss is a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. He needed to be there 12 o'clock. He was there 11.30. And I thought normally when he comes, he comes, he comes a bit late, but he was there 11.30. I've so met him a few times, bro. He's the latest guy in the world. Bro, he was there 11.30, never ready, tu- bang never on. He see the time. goat, he's like, bro, I want a picture with the goat right now. <laughs> we're sitting there, we're sitting there, we're working. Bang, bang, bang. And this guy's quick now. Bang, 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 bang. His energy, you met him. Yeah, his yeah. energy's on a different level. But if you think my energy's, man, his energy's on a different level. And his mind's all this bang, bang, bang. Thinking, 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 thinking. We've done all the work, four or five hours into it. Finished the work. Come six o'clock, he sparks up a zoo. Bruv, it's like a complete different guy. He's zoned out. He don't know what day of the week is. He's just chilling. He's just chilling. G, let's jump on Paradox game. Let's go play some games. We ordered some pizza. We're chilling. And that there, and I said to myself, you know what? This is the prime example. I wish this is what you could show the people. And he's like, yeah, I don't really, you know what I mean? But this is what I would wish the rappers that could show. Bruv, he knew he had work to do today. Yeah. He don't need to work. He's a multi-millionaire. He does not need to work. He doesn't need to turn up nowhere. He can just chill, live his life, smoke as much zoot as he wants, fuck as many girls as he wants, does whatever he wants. He don't need to work. Yet he come on time, come early, done the work, bang, 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 talking about business, all this bullshit, done some content, made a YouTube video, and we was ready. Then it come to time off. We was sitting there. He's chilling. We're thinking. Now, people look at that and think, yeah, they wake up in the morning. Chilling out. He's living his good life. Living his good life. But then really and truly, they're looking at, and they're looking at it the wrong way because what they do, the people, what the kids do, they wake up in the morning, wake and bake. Oh, it's lunchtime. Let's have another zoo. <laughs> oh, it's dinner time. Let's have another zoo. The whole fucking day goes round. They're fucked out of their heads. They're not getting no work done. How can you do that when you're sitting there working a 95 at Sainsbury's? Bruv, you've got a millionaire here right now that doesn't need to work for the rest of his life. He's one of the biggest rappers in the fucking country. I lie? Yeah, no, he's he's one of the biggest rappers in the country. He just right? dropped his tune with Bugsy as well now. Bruv, there's a banger. And his new tune dropping a couple of weeks on. He don't need to work for the rest of his life yet. He's still bang on it. But this is what I'm talking about, priorities. He knows when he's working, it's work time. People working nine to fives, they're sitting there. They don't even want to fucking... <laughs> they don't want to, bruv, it's 10 o'clock, <laughs> let's have a go. <laughs> what the fucking bullshit is that? That don't matter, you didn't get your priorities right. People don't want to get their priorities right. So tell us, Amio, are you worth more than Mist? Worth? Worth. Do you have more money than Mist, we don't the talk rapper? Of, we, don't, we don't talk about worth, you know. We, everyone's humble, like, we all right, in it. Everyone's all right. Mist's all right, I'm all right, my brother's all right. We're all good, in it. 
just best believe I'm richer than most. I'm going to say all you rappers. I'm joking. Now. We're all right. We're all right. We're all right. We keep it humble, man. We're doing good, in it? I've got a question for you then about money. Go on. What's your retirement figure? There's no retirement figure. Everyone, no, no, but working. everyone's got a number. But everyone that's got a number, they're not hustlers, isn't it? There's no, there's no such thing as... So oh. if someone said to you, here's £250 million, you never need to work but a day my, in your life. See, 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 last year was one number, this year it's another number, and the next year it's just going to be another number. It's just going to go up. And every time it's going up £50 million, bro. I'll be straight with you. Let me explain so one what, thing. So what million are we at now? I'm being a good figure, <laughs> innit? Last year was 50 million, now it's gone up to 100 million. I'll be straight with you. I'll be done, whoa, what have you lot done since the last time I seen you lot? Because I can tell you right now, I made a lot of money. But, bruv, I put in a lot more work than everyone else. Last time me and you, Raheem, talked, right? What was the figure? 50? Yeah, yeah we passed that, bro, easily. We're lying, we passed that, we're lying, we're nice with that. Bruh, don't worry about that. But what I'm trying to say is, since the last time I seen you lot, what have you lot done a year ago? It's been about a year? It's been about a year, year in it. Since the last time I've seen you, you lot see my face on, on CEO cast or with talking to Raheem. What have you lot done? Because I'll tell you what, I've been making moves, bro. You know, like, let me give you an example, right? This is, and this is a very good example. You know, like KPIs, when you're at work, you got to hit your targets. Every single month, you got to hit 100 phone calls, or every single week, you got to hit 100 targets that you want to get done. You've got two types of people in the world. You've got one type of person that will get everything done within the first two days and then just chill the last three days. Now nah, we're relaxing. Like, fucking get them out, whack them out of the way and then they're just chilling the last three days. And then you'll get the second person that'll get whacked out in the first two days and then think, fuck it. Let me hit another hundred phone calls within the next two days. Who's going to be more successful in the long run? Who's second guy? 100%. There you go, innit? So when I make my first million every single fucking month, I'm not sitting there thinking, yeah, I've made a mil this month. Let me just sit back and chill. Nah, 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 nah. We're already working on the next so meal. So you're making a meal a month, yeah? We're doing, like, we're doing good figures. So what's the most you made in one day? In one day? Yeah. What, what can we say? What, one, no, that was... No, 1.2 in six minutes. 1.2 million in six minutes. But the 1.4 was pretty good as well. That was like 24 hours. That was about 12, 12 hours, 12 hours. So 1.4 million. So how, how'd you make that? Of crypto. Oh, shit. No, if we're talking crypto, then we're talking the last couple of weeks. Gee, imagine this, right? I've got a lot of money in USDT, right? Everything I have is in dollars, right? We'll explain about that why. But since inflation's happened, bruv, I have made more money in the last two, three weeks because of inflation. Because now my dollars are worth just as much as fucking pounds, bro. More. Worth more than a pound. Bruv, imagine pound this. A year more. ago, a year ago, my million dollars, right, used to be worth about 700 fucking grand, 750 grand, 800. Bruv, right now it's worth a mil. I'm up. I'm up. Imagine having five, six million just sitting there waiting for the crypto to go down and shit and your price of your USD is going fucking up. I'm fucking living, chilling, getting back. Inflation's fucking everywhere else has been good to me, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so if you was to invest in any crypto right now, what would you put your money in? Crypto, why? Look, it's not whether it's crypto, investing crypto, whether it's investing stocks, if it's investing businesses. Brother, let me explain one thing to you. Because with your paradox thing, that is all crypto based, right? Crypto, but you have to understand crypto is the future. People say it's not, it is the future. Look at where we're going. Look at the fucking, the way, we, look at what I just said about USDT. How prices are going like that. They're moving like shit coins. How are fucking USDT's stable coins and fucking moving like shit coins? That don't make sense. Bruv, it's going to come to a point where everything needs to be decentralized, right? So no one's in charge. It is what it is. 
and we're coming to a point where no one trusts the government. I don't trust the government. You don't trust the government. The brother over there, your old man, he's probably sitting there paying so much taxes. Wait, brother, he, no one likes the government. No one fucking likes the government, right? We gotta sit there and fucking work our asses off to give these fucking cunts all the money we earn. Give them all the tax of what they can do. What can they do? What can they do with it? They don't do fuck all with it. People are still struggling to put their fucking eating on. What are they doing? Ah, we're putting the cost of, of living expenses. Ah, the price of minimum wage is going up. Bro, you fucking spastics. The price of minimum wage is going up. We're making less money. We're hiring less people. What's happening is there's more fucking jobs going down. Bro, it's fucked. It's a stupid circle. Some cunt in the fucking government decided it's a good idea to put these fucking clowns in charge of our money. The one person that could have sorted it was for Rishi Sunak. And I'll be honest, I hate the fucking cunt, right? Because he's a snobby little shit, right? Because I've seen some of those fucked up videos. But bro, he's the only person that could have helped us, right? They fucking didn't even bother with him. Now they've got this fucking stupid little clown. Fucking, I don't even know what her name is. I don't even bother with politics. But bro, you can't have people like this in charge of the country. Look at the last 10, 15 years, bro. We're going, bro, I was on the phone to, uh, we had some TikTok call with some guy, some investor guy. And he was talking about, yeah, you need to put your money into properties. I said to him six months ago, so probably we're in some mad inflation, right? We're in some mad recession. Property market crashes are gonna happen. The other day we was talking six six weeks ago. We was talking about fucking China lending 10 billion or some shit for the market. Probably we're in a fucking market crisis. It's gonna be getting worse before it gets better. Don't put your money in property. All you need to do right now to get rich over the next six months is very simple. I'm gonna give you the fucking secret recipe right now. Take it, don't take it. Use this video in six months' time. Come back to me and say, you know what, I'm yo, should have fucking listened to you because you're all just fucking right. Get yourself as much capital as possible. Whether it's get one job, get two jobs, get three jobs. Get as many jobs as you can. Save up as much money as possible. We're going to be coming across the biggest reset ever over the next six months to 18 months. We're going to have buying opportunities where you can buy your favorite crypto, your favorite house, your favorite fucking watches. Bruv, my watch was worth £60,000 two months ago. It's worth fucking 45 grand. Bruv, it's only going to get worse. If you've got the capital there, you're going to be taking advantage of everything. See, that, that's, 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 that's the government saying, listen, we're going to turn the lights off in this motherfucker if you carry on <laughs> speaking the truth, right? This is what it is. They're listening. <laughs> I'm getting too real here. I get emotional. Because you know what it is? I see people getting fucked over. Every day, on every day the, it's, the, it's the normal person that gets fucked over. That's what I'm trying to say. People that haven't got the money. And this is where, this is where people need to wake up. People don't want to wake up. Let me well, ask you a question. So you want to ask me a question? Yeah. Okay, let's I see go. you on your phone. You had a, what was that, a million, million dollars? Billion. A billion? Yeah. That's a hustler right there. See, you know every time he's looking there? at Shall it. I, tell you, I can tell, you don't need to tell me. No, no, I can no, tell, you. Let me tell you. my time you're looking process. at it, you're thinking shit in the back of my head, I need to make that billion. Do you know, do you know what it is? I always said to myself, yeah, if I make half of that, yeah. I'm happy. Okay. If I make half of it, because when people give themselves unrealistic goals, yeah, yeah I don't see being a billionaire unrealistic, by the way. I don't see it. Yeah? I swear to you, I'm young. I still got plenty 100%. of years ahead of you. Many me. years ahead of you. I can make a billion pound before I die. 100%. Inshallah people can make million pound overnight now. But overnight? Like, overnight? You, you said you made 1.4 mil in five minutes. Six. And what was your invest investment? It's not about investment, right? But you what did you put in to make The that? time that went into that six minutes probably took me six months to yeah, a year. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand as well. And I said this on CEO cast as well. I made 100 bags in a week. Okay. Yeah? When I was 20 years old. But how long did it take you to do that? I, I was trading. I was okay. trading in the stock market. Okay. And that was with a £500 investment. Yeah. And yeah, that's an unrealistic goal to say to some kids, yo, put £500, you make 100 <laughs> bags. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But I done it. 
So if I can make that 100 bags, what's stopping me from making that 1,000 more times? 100%. Like, do you know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Let me give you an example. So everyone knows about this whole GameStop style, right? Okay. You talk about stocks. I made 100 bags overnight thanks to Elon Musk. Beauty, was it 100? 175. Look at that. Uh, okay, look at that. Look at that. Brother. I love your brother. You know, he's like brother, the, you know what he's the brains in the back. Every I told you, I'm that the beauty. Out. He's the brains. He's like, no, it's 1.7.2. Right? Like, we was down 15 and a half grand. The stocks, right? <laughs> we was down 15 and a half grand. <laughs> and then what's happened is what's happened is overnight Elon Musk, the cunt, he's ended up tweeting it. GameStop went. Psh, 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 psh. We're checking after hours. Refresh. Fifty dollars. Refresh. Sixty dollars. Seventy dollars. I'm thinking, rah. We cashed out 175 bags in the space of 24 hours. We was down 15 bags. We was about to close the position. That like, fuck it, just call it a loss. It happens. Yeah, of course. You it do just happens. Downs, you do. You, you can't. can not turn around and turn around and say there's not much invest like opportunities. There's so much opportunities around everywhere. Opportunities are everywhere. Let me give you an example, right? I'll give you a perfect example. The other day, if you probably see my story, I needed 25 PS5s and I needed it right here, right now. I had two types of people message me. The first type were turning around and saying to me, Oh, you can go on curries and get one and fucking. <laughs> I was like, you dickheads. I need 25 of them, not I, like, one. I need 25. You think I'm going to sit there and get myself, my brother, my staff, my mum, my dad to sit there because you can only get one per person. Is that how it's working? Yeah, 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 yeah. You think I'm going to go fucking sit there and do that for the next fucking two weeks? But if I need it there, I need it now. Time is money for me. Then I've got the other type that ring me and said, bro, I can get it for you, but it'll cost you £100 extra. I said, bro, take my money. Within the fucking 24 hours, I had 25 PlayStations sitting on my doorstep. Someone took the opportunity to make money. They put in a little graft. What did they do? They fucking probably messaged one, two people, resellers. Well, need it. Oh, cool. Done. Within 24 hours, 100 pounds each to make two and a half grand. 25 PS5. We're doing a giveaway. We're doing giveaways. You know what it is? We like doing giveaways. We like giving away. We like giving away stuff. We like giving back to the community. So we know you're giving away 25 PS5s. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but you know what it is? We've got a lot of influencers and, and celebrities like yourself, right? No, I'm not saying We're, <laughs> we're going to give them three, four PS5s each. And we're going to run a competition. All we're doing is trying to raise, we're trying to raise awareness for Paradox, right? So obviously, you know about my whole, my company, Paradox. One of the companies I own is Paradox Metaverse. You've probably seen it, all the socials and stuff like that. So, so for, people, but for people who don't know... Explain it all a right, little so bit. Paradox. For people that don't know, Paradox Metaverse, we actually own a gaming studio. Paradox Studios. We've built something that not a lot of people have in the UK. So we've, we've built a play-to-earn game. So if you don't know nothing about crypto, it's basically Fortnite, GTA, Cyberpunk, but the more you play, the more you earn. So as you lot probably don't even know, I play a lot of fucking Fortnite. I'm not a geek, but I'm a fucking nerd. We're fucking nerdy out here. Like, do you know what the funny thing is? A lot of people, if they don't know me, and they just see what they see on social media. They think I'm a drug dealer, bro. I'm fucking, I own a fucking gaming studio, bro. But it's cool. I'm cool with that. Back in the days, it wasn't cool to say you're a nerd. But we're a nerd now, isn't it? Right? We're cool with that. So what we've done is we've created something that's, that's fun. You can play it. You can earn money off of it. And it's just something that people can do whether they want to spend an hour a day or, or 12 hours a day. And they can earn money off it. So our crypto coin, it's revolved around, um, our crypto coin is called Paradox uh, Coin. So this coin, it runs the whole ecosystem. Now, this coin is going to be listed on some of the biggest exchanges in the world. Now, this is a hard job on its own, right? It's a very hard job on its own. Just to get listed on some of these exchanges costs half a million dollars. Some of them even a million dollars. Some of the biggest exchanges, we're talking Hobie and that, we're talking a million dollars, right? You have to give them a million dollars just for them to consider putting you on the exchange. A million dollars. Still a million to pound liquid cash you got to throw up. Then you got to put a security deposit to make sure, you know what? You ain't going nowhere. 
right? So you got a you got a contract with them saying, listen, for the first three, four months, make sure the price is over a certain amount of price, so and so and so and so, right? Now, that's another half a million dollars. Then you gotta put the liquidity down, you gotta pay the market maker. It probably cost two million dollars before you're even listed on a big exchange. We've got per about five exchange exchanges. As well. Right? Yeah, and I've got about five exchanges. And you have to understand. We've done something that not a lot of people have. In the UK, crypto's big, but there's no actual big companies, crypto companies in the UK that everyone knows about. Yeah. The average person doesn't know about it. So that's what we've done. We've done Web 2 marketing and Web 3 marketing combined. So people like me and you that probably don't know about crypto, yeah. now you know about it because your local rapper's talking about it. We're doing brand awareness. We're doing giveaways. So now everyone's getting involved because at the end of the day, how do you make money in the crypto market? You buy before it goes up. So you're buying before it gets listed on an exchange what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Price is going to 10x. It's simple maths. Anyways, crypto is the future. Buy crypto. Bitcoin. Ethereum. Bit Bitcoin. Paradox yeah. coin. <laughs> Paradox coin. Is that, so can people actually buy it now? Uh, they won't be able to actually buy it right now. So in three weeks, in, in about two, three weeks time, they'll be able to buy it as a public pre-sale. But there's only a limited slot. You just have to be <laughs> very quick. <laughs> but everything so what, can you play this game now? It's not out yet. It's on beta testing, right? So once the coin, everything runs on this crypto coin. So once, so once the coin comes live, out, literally, the that's it. The game live. comes out. Yeah, yeah. Good so it's, it's, is it a good game? Oh, Miss was fucked out of his head last night, and he was sitting there, like, ah, kill the master. Where are you, DMO? It was fuck. It was funny as fuck. It was, it was a good game, man. I built it myself, innit? I didn't build it myself, but my team did, did it. But my little brother, he's a Call of Duty player. I'm a Fortnite player. I used to just do it just to clear my mind, right? Fuck Call of Duty. I hate Call of Duty, right? <laughs> but what happened is I used to just play it just to calm myself down. I'm very are you energetic. Good at, are guy. you good at Fortnite? I'm fucking sick. <laughs> Listen, anyone that wants to smoke, bring it in it. <laughs> nah, I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm, I'm a PC player in it. He's looking like yes. So I'll sit and, and, and you know what is I'm very energetic. I don't take drugs. I don't drink alcohol. I don't do nothing. Just Red Bull, pre-workout, go to the gym, and just that's me done. So I need something to calm me down. I'd rather be sitting there talking shit to 17, 18 year old little shit sitting there in Germany and America, you little motherfucker. I'd rather do that because then I'm not shouting at my staff members, right? You come into my office, all the, the, I'm, not even allowed to, I'm not even allowed to shout in my office. I get told off. You're not allowed I've got, in your own I've office. I've got HR in my office and they're sitting, they're looking at me and they're figure out, trying to figure out what mood I'm in today. Because if I'm shouting, they say, listen, you need to go into your actual office, isn't it? Right? Because we've, we've got a massive open plan office, right? Yeah. So everyone works under the one roof. And underneath, I've got my car showroom. It's where I've got my personal cars are sitting. What cars down. you got down there? But we've got, we've got a quite a few cars. You can't talk about the cars, don't tell us. What you got down there? Um, what's, the most, what's the most expensive car you own? I'm going to say the Aventador. The Aventador is the most expensive. Actually, the Ferrari, right? The Ferrari. I, but you, I don't think you know about the Ferrari. So I've got, I've got, the, world's, got, I've got the world's lowest mileage Ferrari in the world. Oh, really? Right, it's got one mile on the clock. It's a 458 Spider. And it's uh, been sitting there for the last seven years. No, no, no. Even that one mile shouldn't have been on it. That one mile shouldn't have even been on it. But it is what it is, right? So I, I gave an offer because I love the car. White with red interior. It's beautiful. I'll do, well, black interior, right? And um, I'm going to do a video on YouTube because it is the world's lowest mileage 458 Spider in the world ever built. Then I've obviously got my Aventador SV Roadster. I've got a couple of Lamborghini Hurricanes. I've got my Ferrari F12 Berlinetta. I've got a McLaren 650S. I've got a couple of, well, I've got four Range Rovers. Um, what else have we got? I've got two Rolls Royces, the one you've seen outside and the, and the fully blacked out one. Uh, a couple of Aston, oh, sorry, we've got one Aston mine, but a couple of Audi R8s, the coupe, the convertible. Um, I've got an M4 as well. I just remember the M4 because Raheem's got his outside. What else have we got? Oh yeah, we've got a Bentley Flying Spur as well. What else? I'm sure there's a, 
Oh, the Porsche. I hate the Porsche. Bro, how many cars you got? Um, put it this way: I can smash up a, I can smash up a car every single day and not have to worry about it till the following month. Raw. And I'm a bad driver. I'm a very, very bad driver. And it comes down to me giving bonuses to my drivers. Remember, I was talking about yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> That's like me. If I'm behind the road as well, I'm just see a pedestrian. It's like fucking what's it called? Bumper cars out there, isn't it? I'm a very shit driver. It is what it is. We get used to it. Now I just got a driver in it. So let you him don't do drive. It. I don't drive as much anymore. I'm not a good driver in it, bro. I ain't gonna. But I'll smoke bands if I need to. But I'm just a ready. I'm just a careless driver. I'll be on my phone taking snaps, sending it to boys. And I like the way your brother was like, "Yeah, he's shit." Yeah, I'm shit. <laughs> I've, I've written off a lot of cars in it, but I ain't gonna lie in it. It's just, it costs a lot of money to repair them. <laughs> So do you still live at home with your with I live your at home with my mum, my mum, my, my dad, my little brother. So question, yeah? You're worth X amount of millions, yeah? yeah? You are. Alhamdulillah, yeah? yeah. You're doing well. Why? Because most people, when they make that much money, first thing they want to do is go live abroad or go live in there somewhere special, somewhere hot, because England's weather shit. So why haven't you done that yet? Do you know what it is? Because you're still young. You're not like, you're not old, retired, sitting at home. You're still young. Most people, like me, if I made 100 M today, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm not coming back to this country ever. Do you know what it is, right? I'll be honest with you. I'm going to give you a prime example. The other day I was in East London. I was in Bow. You know the, the, the housing estates there, right? The council flats and that. And I've gone there to go link one of my boys. And I see a Lamborghini parked outside. And I see the kid. And he's like, yo, tell you, I follow you on Instagram. I take, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'll go on, big man. I'm like, right, is that how you rolling? Yeah. I said, yeah, I rented it for my boy's wedding. I'm sitting there looking at him. I said, bruv, like... How does this make sense? Make it make sense to me. Because look, you've hired a car now. You spent two free bags, right, on a rental just so you can take it to your mate's wedding. And you probably don't even like your boy, right? You're just hiring it because all the boys are there so you can flex on your neighbours. Yeah. Bruv, like, bruv, you should be using that money, saving that money to get out of the hood. What the fuck are you flexing on these cunts for? Why are you wasting two free bags of your hard-earned money, right, to go flex on your fucking neighbours and your neighbours are nitties and shit? And, you, and the local boys you went to school with, fuck them, bruv. My mum and dad... Left their ends, Pakistan, right, to come to a new environment, somewhere that they had no fucking clue what was going on. They didn't speak a word of English. And I said to the kid, why aren't you trying to, that should be your goal, move out your ends, right? But my parents moved out of their ends, Pakistan. They didn't come to a country that they didn't fucking know. They didn't speak a word of English. Why? To better themselves so they can have a better future for their kids. And you want to sit there and flex on your fucking neighbours. Fuck your neighbours, bro. This is why I don't rate mans that do dumb shit like this. But your priorities are fucking completely wrong. You need to move out your ends. Because let me explain one thing to you. What good is going to come out of this? You're sitting around with your local drug dealers. I can almost promise you there's more chances of you becoming the local drug dealer with them if you're chilling with yeah, them. Yeah, no, 100. That's what they all You're say. sitting in fucking Chigwell. You're sitting in Chigwell, bro. You're fucking nice. I see fucking... I come down this road, bro. I see these bad <laughs> houses. I see all these white people looking at me like they're going to rob me and shit. And I'm sitting there like... Why? I ain't got to worry about drug dealers here, bro. But probably in bowl. I got to worry about every single fucking little shit there. They're all selling... Bro, what do you think is going to happen? You're around the people you are the most. You're going to end up becoming that person. And if you're not going to end up selling drugs, you're going to end up taking drugs. Because I can almost promise you it's going to come to a situation where you're around the drugs and you're going to end up thinking, oh, fuck it. I'll just try it. Bro, this is what I'm saying. Your mentality is wrong, right? Me, my life's goal has to be look after my family. That's it. I don't care. I've got, I haven't got a community to please. I've got food on the table I need to put for my family. My main job from the beginning, right, was to do that. 
I've seen my mum struggle. I've seen my dad struggle. We've come up with fucking humble beginnings. They worked Monday to Monday. And you think I'm going to sit there now? Let them go off to work? Bruv, motherfuckers have got the wrong priority. They'll sit there and smoke fucking uh, a jewel with three or four of their boys. They'll go out on Friday, Saturday night and spend 40, 50 pounds. Yet their mum and dad will go to work. And not once will they put money on the table. Not once will they say, mum, you know what? Don't go to work today. Here's 50 pounds. Their hands are throbbing. Their feet are hurting sore. And you motherfuckers want to sit there and talk about, yeah, let's go pop a bottle tonight. Let's go link this bitch. Let's spend 40, 50 pounds doing this and doing that. But your priorities are wrong. And that's where I am, where I am today. And you mans are still sitting there. And if you don't like it, bro, don't hate me. I'm just the messenger. I'm trying to tell you. But if you're hurting your ego, you're the problem. If you can turn around and say, man, I'm telling you, you're chatting shit. Bruv, you're the problem. Because inside, deep down, you know that's the truth. Fuck your boys. They ain't going to be no good for you. Fuck everyone around you. No one cares. No one cares. Because let me tell you one thing. And I keep going down to it. Remember when you're 15, 16 years old? All your boys? How many motherfuckers are still around you right now? No one. Your family's around you. You're 14, 15 year old. When you was 15, 16 years old, you had all your boys around you. How many are still sitting around you now? If you, all right, let's say this then. Go on. If you could talk to your 16 year old self. I'm different. Yeah, what would you I'm say? I'm a G. I'm completely different. I would tell myself, do every single thing that you are going to do, do it. Because I am different. G, right, I learn you, from my mistakes. I learn from my mistakes. Kid. When I do some dumb shit, I learn from that. I'll never do that again. Right, the People don't want to learn. Living in a council flat. Yeah. Mum struggling, dad struggling. What would you tell him? Bruv. Let me explain one thing to people, you. Some people see you as a mentor in some sense. They do, and I'll be, well, be honest with you, my DMs are full of they it. They must look at you and think, wow, this guy, and the thing is, you're not an old man. You're not, you're still young. So people my age can relate to you and say, you know what, man, fuck me. He's only 10 years older than me. He's doing this. I want to be like that in 10 years. So what would you tell that person? Because you must have some advice for people. Gee, this is what I'm going to say, right? You go to your nine to five. You make that money. That's your base income. Then after five o'clock, you have an hour out to go have some food. Seven o'clock till two in the morning. La ilaha illaha Muhammad Rasulullah. Last night, what was we up till four o'clock in the morning? We was working. We was building. Even though today we was up nine o'clock in the morning, it was bang on road. Even on the way down here, what did I message you? I pulled up and I said, bro, I'm going to be a bit, bit late. I need to take this call. It's a very important call. I need to take it. I was working this weekend, just gone. I was working. We was out in a club, right? I'm not going to say with who. We were still working. I was jumping outside the quickie messenger, making a phone call. Work, 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 work. All you got to do is work. Once you've made a bit of money and you put it aside, don't spunk it. Put it aside and then wait for your opportunity. Opportunity will always arise at the right time if you put your mind to it and put your knowledge. That's it. You just need knowledge. But I started everything. You know, you know, you know, you've been talking about crypto. I'm a fucking genius. I come across as a motherfucking knowledgeable person. Yeah. I have Zoom calls with fucking certain members of big exchanges and, and market makers, uh, sorry, market makers, and then motherfuckers think this guy's fucking so knowledgeable. He's so fucking clever. You, have you ever seen some of my uh, Zoom calls or my TikTok videos? Just talk about, but they can't think this guy's a fucking genius. Wait, I, I, fucking learn it. I watched one the other day, you know, about where you was in a TikTok call and there was about six people and one of them tried to diss you or something. And I was like, nah. And the thing is, you didn't even, one thing I respected about that video, you didn't just violate him. You, you know what outsmarted him. And this is what I'm trying to say. I come across as someone that comes across so knowledgeable. But the only reason I'm knowledgeable is because I've been through it and done everything. I'm not a smart guy. I just act like I'm a smart guy. 
I'm a fucking dopey guy, bruv, right? I just live life the way I want to live it. And I just, you know what it is? Violating someone's the easy route. It's you hide behind that shield of, you know what, shut the fuck up. You're pussy, you're this, your mom, you're this and that. That's, that's, that's the easy route. Outsmarting someone's a completely different ball game. But bro, I started all this crypto thing off, off YouTube. I sat there one weekend and it actually started off on, 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 on stocks. Was it, remember, one weekend, I was sleeping in my brother's room. We had some massive TV, right? We slept in the same room, right? A couple of years ago, watching YouTube. What is crypto? We didn't have a fucking clue. Sat there, watched, and then when they said, uh, then we went to the next thing. What is a candlestick? What is this? What's a bearish chart? What are the, all it took was time. We didn't leave that room. We ordered pizza. My mom was bringing it up. We were sitting there. We were literally fucking learning, learning, learning. Knowledge is the most important thing. You can have all the knowledge in the world and then you're set. You're ready to take on whatever you need to take on. So this is what I tell people, right? Get yourself a nine to five job, a good job. But just understand, you're never going to become rich having a nine to five job. So you need to then think, okay, how am I going to start making money on the side? Okay, let's start now thinking of a way that I can start making money outside the box, right? Get knowledgeable in that field, whether it's crypto, stocks, reselling, fucking, whatever it is, drop shipping, I don't even fucking care, just something. You're not going to make it on the first time round. People are going to give up after the first time round. That's cool. You're a giver-upper. It's good for you. We don't give up. And the people that don't give up are the successful ones. Two, three, four ventures in, you might come up with the best idea in the world, and that's where it's going to change your life. Don't give up on the first hurdle. You think, you think that if I gave up on my first, brother, I got fucking spent, I spent two and a half years in fucking prison. I could have just called it once, you know what? Fuck this, I'm getting a nine to five, I'm never seeing the roads again. I'm like, brother, I thought, nah, fuck that. I've seen that way, I've learned from it, I'm never going back to prison. Went the other way and started. I've made more money, alhamdulillah, doing legit stuff than I've, I would have ever done doing the last 10 years of my life selling drugs, bro. So, bro, everyone sees you as a serious guy and all of that. But then when you look at your social media, <laughs> you're some funny madman walking around with goats, linking up with Asho Speed. How you meeting up with these kind of people? Gee, you know what it is? I don't really take socials too, too serious now. If like, you see my I Instagram... See you with goats and stuff. Like. Yeah, I, I have fun with it. And that's what socials should be about, just having fun with it. I've got a TikTok account. And I just mess around and just do mad shit on there. Like, that's... You know what I mean? I know I come across very serious. And, and you know what? I need people to understand the seriousness of the situation. So I want to be serious when it comes to podcasts. And all, but obviously, you got to enjoy life as well. So this is my life now, and it is what it is, isn't it? So... You gotta be serious, but you gotta have the fun times. Well. Like, I mean, the other day, you're talking about ISO speed. Bro, that's the funniest story in the world. Bro, we, we posted a video the other day. It was in Chaiwala. Went viral. Yeah, we was in, we was in Chaiwala. Bro, ISO speed, the biggest YouTuber, well, the most biggest up and coming YouTuber in the world. And we're sitting there in fucking Chaiwala having a fucking cup of tea. That, this is what I'm trying to say. Is You just go with it. It is what it is. And it's so random. But, you know, I thought to myself, where are we taking this kid, right? Because they keep talking about tea and biscuits. And I thought he's trying to take the piss. So I thought, you know what? We'll take him somewhere. We'll take him to the fucking Mopaki Asian fried, Asian fried restaurant, well, tea place in the whole of London. And then obviously after that, we ended up taking him shisha and that. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it's mad because like the people I come across, they just, it is what it is, isn't it? You just, you just come across, uh, I don't know, innit? But that kid's, he's mad, man. That kid's right, mad. He's got a massive future. He's got a massive future. future. Yeah, massive, man. And the kid's humble as well. Like, I don't think, think he realises. I was about to say, I don't think he no, even no, knows no, no. how he big he is. No, 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 he doesn't realise how big he is. I promise you right now. You know, he come off the plane, he come out, no security, no nothing. 
Brother, he must have gone on his Instagram, right? And he's, and he's showing people where he's at. Brother, I kid you not, 10, 15 minutes later, we had about 5,000 people there. But they're jumping on the fucking Range Rover. They're jumping on the top of the car, following, ah, oh, speed, 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 speed. Brother, the kid's like, he doesn't even realise. I don't think his management that realised how big he is. He's massive in the UK. Then we took him to C-Shop. We thought, Moza turned him into an Asian today. And we took him to C-Shop, bro. All places. Never tried C-Shop. Like, we'll take him to C-Shop. We ended up going to C-Shop on that. And bruv, it's, 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 it's mad. Like, even the other day, we was in Money Kicks. Money yeah, kicks. yeah, I saw Money Kicks as well. Bruv, Money Kicks is big. He's, he's, his family's, they're, they're a billionaire family, right? His dad's a billionaire. Imagine that. And I'll tell you what, this is what you call humble, right? So imagine we're working now. We're finished up work. We're getting some food. We're sitting there on the, on the table and we've got everyone. We've got the security there. We've got all the boys there. We've got Money Kicks walking in. We're all sitting there. We've all pizza. We're sitting there eating pizza. He's grabbed a couple of slices and he's gone sat down on the floor. I've looked over and I looked at him, I smiled and I just nodded. And I thought to myself, you know what? That's what you call bad man. That's what a bad man is. Brother, his family oh, is so rich. Their, main, their name means something. Their name means something in Dubai, right? Forget Dubai, the whole of UAE, right? And he's sitting on the floor eating a bit. I don't even say nothing. I don't even say to him, you're the man. I just looked at him, nodded at him and said, my guy. But you have to understand, people on social media would have looked at him and thought, yeah, he looks like a spoiled brat. He's this, he's that. Brother, Social media is just posting your highlights. People look at that. If I never told you this story, you would never have believed it. Imagine that. So that's what I'm trying to say. Don't look at social media too much and start getting the ah, rah, rah, rah. Social media is just that. Fun. Have fun with it. Leave it at that. Now he's making a lot of money. <laughs> he's making a lot of money off his own back. You don't rely on his dad. Bro, we're talking, and you know some of the stuff we're talking about. We're talking about mad stuff, with Logan Paul, and I can't even mention the stories we're talking about. Talking about Logan Paul's so-and-so and then Floyd Mayweather some of the stories we're talking about it's just like unreal but then he's sitting there on the floor like he's nothing security guys no 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 it's cool it's cool don't worry Bruh, that's mad isn't it so don't take social media too serious we mess about we joke about and it is what it is isn't it it was lovely to have uh, 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 you do a podcast with me my brother well, no it was lovely having you on the podcast <laughs> I'm hoping your viewers enjoyed it and hopefully We'll do something in the future, man. It was good. It was good. It was good energy, man. I like it. I hope you guys learned something. And if you come across, if I come across very serious, just understand that I'm trying to motivate you lot in it. I ain't trying to take the piss. I ain't trying. I'm trying to scare you into the point. Now, when you was younger and your dad used to, I'm gonna hit you with the belt. <laughs> I don't know if your old man used to, but my old man used to beat the fuck out of me with the belt. I used to get scared. I'm trying to just hit you with that belt in it. My vo my voice is the belt. Anyway, guys, it was thank you for having me off, Mikey. Thank you, my brother. If you don't want to see Ami Otalio's socials, they'll be all in the description. Go click it. If you want to see him walking around with goats, make sure you go watch that video because that one was something different. <laughs> but Ami thank you for coming on, bro. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you again soon. Thank you. This is the only way to get rich in 2022 without starting up a business from scratch. Not only am I going to be giving you the recipe, I'm also going to be giving you the ingredients. All you got to do is follow the instructions step by step. Eat, sleep, post repeat i've made it so simple that anyone with no knowledge whatsoever can just follow these simple instructions and make a killing for every person that you refer to amio Talia university you get 15 pounds not only are we going to be giving you the content to post we are also going to be giving you the recipe on how you're going to make these posts back so not only when millions of people see these posts your referral link your unique affiliate referral link will be on the top of every page so the more you guys put into this, the more you guys take out of it. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. So if you're thinking you're going to come on board and you're going to become a billionaire overnight, this is not for you. All you got to do is sign up and become a part of the Amitali University private members telegram. 
people. We're going to be there with you step by step to help you and make sure you grow your pages as much as you can. Because let's be honest, the more we grow, the more you get in return. So are you guys going to be a part of this journey? Because I'm trying to build an army and I need some soldiers and I need some serious people that are going to be willing to put in the time, put in the effort so we can just take over the world.